Hello and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Podcast. I am Christopher Strong, and joining with me in this podcast is... Tyler W. Moore. I felt like one of those, like, answering machine things. You have reached, you have the, reached the extension of Tyler, Tyler w. w. Moore. If you want to leave a message... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> message is, uh, let's start the podcast. <laughs> Alright, All right, this is a podcast we've been wanting to do for a long, long mm-hmm. time. Dragon Ball Z. Uh, Tyler, what is your favorite anime? Dragon Ball Z. Hey, ask me the same question. Uh, hey, Chris, what's your favorite uh, anime? Dragon Ball Z. Oh, good answer. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I had to think about that one for a while. You know, There's a lot oh, of great, great animes right. out there. Like Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball GT is, you know... <laughs> Let's not lie to ourselves. <laughs> Dragon Ball GT exists. I like the part in Dragon Ball GT when it ended. <laughs> I like the part whenever they stopped making their episodes. I like the part in Dragon Ball GT when Vegeta had a mustache. Okay, real fast. Okay, so I shaved my mustache! <laughs> okay, so first part of contradiction canon. So they said that Saiyans, the you hair know, never changes. Yeah, the hair never changes. <laughs> Vegeta crossed. And how is his hair shorter? <laughs> yeah. Second question. For I think he probably just like the hedge clippers. No, he's very jealous of uh, Goku's spiky hair. He wanted some himself. So. <laughs> All right. So okay, so let's get yeah. <laughs> so let's actually do the podcast now. Uh, <laughs> This is the podcast. Yeah. All right, so um, real fast. Yes. Let's talk about our first introductions mm-hmm. to Dragon Ball Z. So, Tyler W. Moore. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what was your introduction to Dragon Ball Z? Um, for me, it's actually kind of two separate instances. The first time I ever saw anything Dragon Ball Z related, I was six years old. And um, it was a shot of Piccolo blowing up the moon. <laughs> And I thought, this looks awesome <laughs> and horrifying because Piccolo's scary. <laughs> um, yeah. Wasn't until a year later, because for me, Dragon Ball Z was always at a weird time slot. So it was a year later and uh, they it was it was the episode where they're all fighting the Cell Juniors. And I remember I started watching that episode. Like I was sitting down. And then halfway through, I was on the edge of my seat. And then by the end of it, I was standing up, just elated <laughs> by what I was watching. And from there, I was hooked. Let's all have this imagination, by the way, of Tyler in his PJs, like these... Uh... Why, am I, why am I in my PJs? It's like 3 p.m. <laughs> okay, so Tyler in his PJs. I don't... I wore my PJs at 3 p.m. I don't give a crap. <laughs> Eating his Wheaties or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Eating his uh, Lucky Charms, that's what it is. And like, all, Lucky Charms, while they spilled all over the floor. As Tyler's. <laughs> I'm wearing a cereal bowl as a hat. <laughs> elated at the fact that these these awesome animation things are going around the screen and going, ah, blow each other up, blah, blah. Because the thing is, like. That's 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 Dragon Ball Z. Back then, I, have, I had never seen anything that looked like that. The animation compared to. Or just like. It, just in design, really, the animation 
was I mean like Japanese yeah, uh, style that, yeah, the, the, animation, like how stylized yeah. it was compared to American cartoons was crazy. It, like there's there, I had never seen anything else like it, and mm-hmm. like something so action packed and like even like as you know I want to say violent, but. <laughs> Well, I mean, have you seen Looney Tunes, though? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, it's, I mean, it's it's just the way it's portrayed. That coyote's not going to catch the roadrunner and just let him go. He's going to eat him, okay? That, that's the part of the story that I'll tell you about. Uh, the, yeah. It's a very, it's the, a very the, violent the show. isn't going to catch the cat and just let it go. Oh. <laughs> Let's not talk about, um... So, Jack Japanese anime. Anyway, Chris, mm-hmm. what was your introduction to the show? I was seven years old. The... I love Shrek so much. What? I had all the merchandise in movies. Uh-huh. Cool story. <laughs> I prayed to Shrek every night, thanking him for the life I'd been given. Stop, shut up, shut up, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> my dad overheard me and called me a <laughs> So... I called right, him so my my introduction to tell us of my devotion to Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was... <laughs> I was seven years old, and the third episode of Dragon Ball Z was on. Mm-hmm. At episode, by the way, I believe is the one where Raditz gets uh, and Goku gets shot by uh, Piccolo's special beam cannon. So my introduction to the series was watching the main character of the series get killed. So that was a great way to start <laughs> yeah. off. I was like instantly hooked, though. I was like, "This is such like this is so cool. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life." Mm-hmm. And there I was, my PJs, 3 p.m., eating my uh, Lucky Charms. <laughs> Wearing your cereal bowl as a hat. Yeah. Um, with the milk on the floor and all that stuff. Skid marks all over your underwear. <laughs> you say you didn't talk about that. You say you would never tell anybody about that, right? <laughs> that just that happened one time, okay? Also, that was put with the Legos, okay? Sure. <laughs> okay. That's Continue, Chris. <laughs> it's traumatizing. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I remember... Specifically, so okay, I'll tell, tell the story because it's kind of funny. Now it's funny. Back then, it, it was really stupid of me. <laughs> so I was so into Dragon Ball Z. One time, I'd go over to my aunt's house. At my aunt's house, they didn't have a uh, cable, and Cartoon Network was a place. It was a place that showed Dragon Ball Z. And I was on cable, mm-hmm. and so I lied to them and like said that I I had to watch the, the last episode of the series or blah blah. And I was like crying, you know, whatever about it, and so. <laughs> I get to watch the episode and then go to my aunt's house. <laughs> what a pathetic sack of shit. <laughs> it was like midway to the second saga, and, by the way. Uh, I would have done the exact so, same thing. <laughs> so what, what's the, the perspective here? So if I had just, just watched the third episode, right? Mm-hmm. And this is middle of the same. This is like whenever Vegeta first shows up, mm-hmm. Vegeta and Nappa show up on Earth. Mm-hmm. That's whenever this incident happened. So it's not like that many episodes had passed. <laughs> so obviously, I was, I was probably seven, not quite eight years old. That's just a yeah. testament to how hooked so, you were. Oh yes. Oh man, I had like all the action figures. By the way, I had like everything. Oh, yeah. I had like I had. I, I it was kind of funny. It's like um on Christmas, I got action figures. So. I was eight by, by the time I was, like, I was like probably eight years old now. I got a uh, action figure from Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Parents got me, and I was so like happy. I was like, "Oh, it's Dragon Ball Z action figure!" Blah blah. Looked at it, and I was like, "Why does Goku have short 
uh, hair. I was just confused. Like, why does Gokyo have short hair? Like, the emblem on his, uh, on his, well, no, no, that's not right. His emblem is fine. It was like his hair, his facial features, all that stuff right there was all messed up, and I was like so like upset about this. Uh-huh. <laughs> Probably about like uh, maybe three or four years later, I realized that was Gohan and don't go on. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing it's because um, they released the action figures in America before the episodes ever aired. Right. Like the uh, cell was it? Well, because yeah, they already so, had like yeah. Japanese action. The Boo Saga. Sorry, the Boo Saga hadn't hadn't come out yet mm-hmm. i mean close like we were still doing uh probably i guess frieza would probably have been i guess maybe frieza before uh pre garlic junior saga right. was going on and it was just like you know tree of might was still like fresh in my mind probably <laughs> i was like who's this who's this i know who this person is so when i, when I played with my with it, like put my extra figures or whatever i found extra figures like it was sometimes when i was a little kid and i would always play them as goku <laughs> And then my parents got me another action figure. And I was a little short looking action figure. And it's like a small Goku. Oh, God. And I was so short. So I was like, oh, it's Goku. It's like, this must be like kid Goku, right? And I was like, no, it's Goten. <laughs> well, that, that would make sense if Dragon Ball had come out <laughs> or anything like that. Well, yeah, Dragon Ball had come out. And like, actually, uh, for a little while there, I was actually a bigger fan of Dragon Ball mm-hmm. than Dragon Ball Z. Simply because of the fact that, like, to me, like the uh, Red Roman Army saga was probably one of the greatest sagas in uh like the history at first until like a time whenever like because they're showing dragon ball and dragon ball z at the same time yeah the, it was like it was like little, well because they showed like the first 13 episodes with an with the ocean dub and then um oh that's it, right it, yeah it, they did it did horrible yeah and um and then like a, like they ended up going with dragon ball z and after dragon ball z was so successful funimation redubbed it and started putting out the episode uh putting them up at the at like the exact same time but didn't ocean dub also ocean dub yeah uh didn't they also dub uh dragon ball z for a little while there, yeah like, they first did the episodes? first two seasons um okay yeah so, and then funimation took over it, like and it was it wasn't doing so well when ocean dub was doing it until mm-hmm. like they finally found a time slot that kind of worked for for most people and then like it gained a lot of popularity around 99 and uh they eventually Funimation just it was going to be cheaper for them to do it with their in-house cast so they just did it that way because ocean dub is what the canadians I yes think? okay so it's it's actually weird for the for the canadians because <laughs> or like cause i don't know if it's just canada that was like this um they after those first two seasons they didn't have dragon ball z for a while uh, because they couldn't use American the American dub for whatever stupid reason because it didn't have there's like they actually waited a while and then like went on they they started started it back up at at the same at the same place where America currently was so mm-hmm. like it's in the middle of the cell saga <laughs> it's like there's there's nothing there's nothing about Frieza the an, like the early android stuff up until so they've like, they like a previously on Dragon Ball Z like just like fast forward through everything. <laughs> <laughs> and like the uh, previously on Lost where it's like the entire episodes are previously on Lost and then they show the episode like five minutes like oh uh, next episode what? <laughs> I'm gonna try and lock what? <laughs> previously on Dragon Ball Z Frieza shows up and uh, Goku killed Frieza and he became a Super Saiyan and then Trunks shows up and then there's androids. <laughs> <laughs> and Krillin gets banged. <laughs> and 
Krillin had a girlfriend for a little while, but let's not talk about that. <laughs> but then she got, got sucked up. This isn't a porno, I promise. <laughs> um, no, um, that, that, that sounds horrible. Um, have you ever... <laughs> Have you ever heard the German version of Dragon Ball Z? No. The German dub? No, I have not. Dude, it is like butch. <laughs> <laughs> it's already butch language. I I, I, I love I love German, so I was listening to the to the German uh, version, and uh, it it definitely sounds a lot scarier. <laughs> did you uh, Did you watch that video I sent you the other day? The, the um, big green dub. Specify. No. It's um, it's this like this weird other English dub, by I think it's called the AB Group. It is so fucking terrible. Okay. I think it's only for the movies. I'm not sure. The voices are like they sound like old people. <laughs> like Vegeta sounds like this. <laughs> it's like and like the 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 voices keep changing. Frieza has a deep man voice. <laughs> Like, okay, let's be let's be fair though. Frieza, Frieza for the longest time, I debated with my friends saying that it was an improper dubbing that Frieza is actually a girl because that voice was a female. <laughs> that was a I, so I was convinced that Frieza plus Frieza didn't have anything. You know, right. you can like he, he's an alien. He doesn't have to have genitals. <laughs> what if Frieza had question. a dick <laughs> throughout the entire show? <laughs> What do you think his tail is? <laughs> what is that? Uh, also, spoiler alert. <laughs> I, I think anyone who's seen Dragon Ball Z or cares about Dragon Ball Z. Has... Anybody listening to this podcast and has not seen Dragon Ball Z and listening to this podcast to learn about Dragon Ball Z. What are you Z? doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. It's like those people that, you know, that uh, pop in a DVD for the first time and listen to the com- oh commentary track instead of watch the movie. Why? <laughs> oh, it's a great movie. I'm going to watch the actual movie now. What? <laughs> oh my God. Anyway. That's how it works. So, Sorry. Let's, let's get into some of our uh, some of our favorite things about the show. Chris, what would you say your favorite arc is? Garlic Jr. Really? No. Okay. <laughs> I was like, that is a weird choice, and I'm looking forward to your explanation. <laughs> well, you see, Tyler, it's because... Great, you I, know, I like the garlic. part where Yamcha and Piccolo turn into vampires, and I also like the part how uh, Garlic Jr. is apparently stronger than Frieza. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's because he's also immortal, because immortal somehow gets you more power, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> also, this somehow makes uh, the, the dead well, zone I mean, canon. <laughs> yeah, oh god. Thankfully, though, Garlic Jr.'s song is not canon, yes. so we're good. We're okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so my favorite my favorite uh, saga, I, I honestly I can't decide between um, Frieza and the um, Cell Games saga. Really? By the way, I'm going to go ahead and make sure I tell you why I'm specifying this. Okay. Instead of just saying the Frieza saga and Cell saga. Mm-hmm. The Frieza saga because it was just exciting. Um, Frieza saga, by the way, started like back whenever Frieza first starts fighting Vegeta and okay. Piccolo. That's why. That's why I'm right, gonna put right. it. So right after Ginyu is dead, Captain Ginyu is dead, mm-hmm. and that from well, on not, well, not dead, till the end. Turned into a, turned into a oh yeah, that's right. Which oh, by the way is some of the worst filler in that show is Bulma and Ginyu Frog. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The Frieza saga because of the fact that the whole entire Frieza fight was just this great build-up 
to, you know, first you have Vegeta um, fighting Frieza. Mm-hmm. And it was like, Vegeta's gonna, like, you know, kick his butt, whatever, right? Because mm-hmm. Vegeta's been, like, training it. Like, he defeated all his people, whatever, blah, blah. Gets his butt handed to him. Mm-hmm. Or Frieza. Piccolo steps in, who just fuses, uh... Nail. What's it? Kami. Nail, thank you. Piccolo steps in. I th- I, honestly, to me, I thought that uh, Piccolo was going to be the one that's going to defeat Frieza. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was, by the way, I was, yeah. so I was an idiot. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is great, blah, 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 blah. And I love Piccolo. Piccolo's one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. of all time. And then, like, he's doing great against him. Frieza transforms, kicks his butt. Like, great. So we have this great part there. Like, now you're just waiting, now you're just waiting for Goku to come out. Because it's such a great build-up like, Goku, when he comes out, everybody's just like, there's Goku, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I remember, like, friends talking about, like, the moment when Goku's going to come out and kick his butt. Mm-hmm. That was, like, like, we're on the playground talking about this part's going to happen. We're so excited. Like, I don't think it's ever happened before. Like, we're the entire conglomerate of all of, like, the, I guess, been, like, first through, like, fifth grade, we're talking about this part's going to happen. And uh, that's probably one of, the, one of the best, like, best memories of my childhood was like us just like debating about like how long it's gonna take goku to beat his butt or whatever mm-hmm. what's gonna happen you know and uh, and obviously the transformer formation scene where goku transforms into a super saiyan right. and it's just that whole part to me was one of my favorite parts in dragon ball z mm-hmm. until until the father-son kamehameha wave in the cell games mm-hmm. that part to me where like the, the music was perfect that done Dun 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 dun. Which actually the it's by the way which by the way it's called the uh, Ginyu Transformation yeah. song, which took me forever to find. I was looking so long. I was like through. I buy buy all the soundtracks, obviously. I was like trying to find. Where's this song? Where's this song? It's a great song. <laughs> and that entire scene was so amazing that actually I think it it's on par with Goku transforming into a Super Saiyan. Yeah. To me, that uh, that's why. It's part right there. Why I put those two as even plus the cell games music very exciting mm-hmm. Cause you know what it, it's kind of an interesting sort of twist to the whole story and i realize people don't like the fact that it's like oh it's just that's just all fight cell right that'd be so much easier blah blah yeah but that doesn't take that takes away all the excitement from it mm-hmm. you know it, it's 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 funny in like the way that um cell's kind of toying with them like he he knows like Cell is so confident in the fact that he could just mop the floor with every one of these people that yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, come on. And Goku does a great strategy where he decides to instill confidence in his son, who he knows has the power to defeat Cell. Mm-hmm. He just has to find a way to unlock that, basically, inside of him. And, <laughs> and then the let scene Cell where... kick the shit out of him for a while. Um, but no, the, uh, the, oh, well, that's right, the other scene right there I loved. I also think it's just what pushes, I think that might push Cell like, a little bit further, was... Android sixteen, when he when he dies, mm-hmm. that was like the saddest moment in Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Like, cause everybody everybody loves Android sixteen. That's like the best character that came out with for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it was just then they killed him and he died. And he knew for a fact that because he's an android, he's not coming back. Yeah. He's gone. There's no soul inside of him basically. But he's still just oh upsetting to watch this happen. Mm-hmm. And when uh, Gohan just bursts of energy, turns to Super Saiyan two, that's that was it right there. Yeah. I think that was. I think that's why that's the winner. Cause I had that entire right. like, I think I suggest a lot of the transforming stuff. Like I just love so much. Mm-hmm. But I think that was because that they they do a great job with like putting emotion to these things. It's not just like them like going ah yeah. whatever for a long time, mm-hmm. which people make fun of all the time. 
there's a reason behind it. Yeah. At least they get like an emotional reason behind this, especially with the the uh, Saiyan It's like the, it's like when Vegeta transformed into a Super Saiyan. Let's show that scene. That was a great mm-hmm. scene. It was like he's finding the asteroids, wherever, or the I guess comets, whatever. Come or yes, be uh, yeah. meteorites. About to hit with meteors, or he's trying to hit him. He's like just you know trying to defend his ship, and he almost near defeat, and he transforms into a Super Saiyan. Mm-hmm. All right, Tyler, since I, I've rambled on and on about this, what's your favorite saga? My favorite is the... Oh, we're out of time. Sorry, Tyler, we're out of time. Um, see you guys next time, next podcast. Be sure to subscribe uh, and like and leave a comment. Um, I, I, think, I think liking this might be a little too much. Yeah. Uh, Asking too much for audience. I wish there was an indifferent button. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my my favorite uh, my favorite arc is the Saiyan conflict because um, mm-hmm. there's just something about it like especially after everything like that Dragon Ball was and it like it, it takes everything that happened there and just like totally f- flips it on its head like Raditz yeah. shows up Goku has a brother he's the he's part of an evil super-powered alien group and it, it's like like that opening twist is just insane the main character dies oh yeah yeah and it, it, it's it's so crazy because you you get past like frieza and then everything is like people are constantly like one person stronger than the other things after frieza that kind of gets ridiculous a little bit it feels too like formulaic right, pretty yeah, much it, yeah it, gotcha it, like everyone is, there's there's no power cap at that point. Um, uh, Piccolo's gonna be the hero. Uh, go on's yeah. the hero. No, Goku's the yeah. hero. No, wait, go on's the hero again. Uh, everyone's, go, Goku's the hero again. Everyone's what? infinitely strong all the time. Yeah. But like, it, it's so weird. To, like, you're you're in that mindset when you're watching the show. So it's it's so hard to think like, oh, I'll be able to go back to the beginning and like not think about oh, Goku's gonna be a Super Saiyan later on. The yeah. thing about the Saiyan Saga that makes it so great is it snaps you right back to that point the instant you start watching it. And, like, like, Ra- like Raditz is nothing compared to even, like, Nappa. And Raditz seems like a legitimate threat in the episodes he's in. But, with, yeah, with, like, the Saiyan Saga, I... I uh, kind, kind of skipping into our favorite characters, Vegeta is one of, like, is my favorite character. And he's, I I would say like, cause I, I would I would like to say like favorite hero, favorite villain, and I think Vegeta might be both. <laughs> but um, for for simplicity's sake, uh, I'm gonna list Vegeta as my favorite hero, and Frieza as my favorite villain. Okay. Um, cause yeah, like uh, the Frieza arc is my is a close second. There's there's so many layers to what's going on in the plot at that point. It's it's really good, but like I think the fact that the Saiyan saga snaps you right back is there's a, there's there's a real credit you can really credit it for that. Would you also say that the uh, Saiyan saga was the most uh, was a better paced saga oh, than the rest? Oh yes, of that is it, it's yeah. um it's definitely the best paced. It's um it's got the most consequence to it. Mm-hmm. Or at least, like it, it, it feels like it has the most weight to it. The, the Frieza saga also feels like it has a lot of weight to it, but um... do you feel like it might be like almost did feel like it's like cop out? But 
the fact that you know how if Piccolo dies, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball's a gone, oh, right? Oh yes, like that. Like, all of a sudden, there's like you know, there's like that add on to their. Pl- then like all of a sudden, they say, "Oh yeah, well you know he's from another planet." There's they have Dragon Balls too. Uh-huh. Oh no, like I I think that's fine, but like it, it's probably like that's probably part of what makes the Namek saga a little less because like oh I guess there's a solution for everything always. <laughs> But um, if there's a will, there's a way. But like I, that, that's something that makes the um, the Saiyan saga even better. Is like pick like when they kill Piccolo, it's like oh shit! Now there's no Dragon Balls. Like what are they supposed to do? Yeah, Tien's gone. And you like know, Yamcha's if, if gone. If Goku dies, Chiaotzu. he can't. Like um, as far as they know, he can't come back because uh, he's already like even if Piccolo were still alive, if Goku were to die. He wouldn't be able to come back because you can only be brought back once. It's it's also like a huge deal because all of the um the dragon ball characters who you know you really like um because like after after dragon ball they're all getting killed off by these by these these two guys <laughs> it's yeah there's there, it, there's just like an Im- immense amount of uh, of gravity in the situation and it, it's just I, I think it's just a really great arc go pick part also about the saiyan saga which is the fact that it was the last saga that you actually saw Tien yamcha chaozu actually posing any kind of a threat mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. anybody. I guess an extension Krillin, but I mean, Krillin did come back with a bunch of good uh, fights. Well, I feel like it was crap. I feel it was crap on Krillin all the time, but it's like mm-hmm. out of all the human characters, Oh yeah, he was easily the strongest human mm-hmm. character out of the whole entire series. And he did a great job like representing, you know, us humans. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I, I think he, I like, um, I like Krillin. He definitely was, he was the most helpful out of all the human characters. I also like yeah. Tian a lot. Yamcha is the one that people should be shitting on. <laughs> he's just a dork. <laughs> you know, Yamcha was great. Was a great character in Dragon yeah, Ball. And then after that, and after that, they kind of, they kind of like just kind of let him go a little bit, <laughs> which is kind of upsetting because they could have done a little more with him. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he was always he always got to poop into the stick, anyways. With and even in Dragon Ball, he still, you know, got his. Uh, but hand to him in a way by uh, Kami. Yeah. When he fought Kami in the uh, World Martial Arts Tournament. Yes. So, uh, Chris, well, who who would you say your favorite character is? Oh, um. You, you said something about Piccolo earlier. I like yeah, I like Piccolo back in the Frieza saga, mm-hmm. but I think the I think like Gohan was favorite for a while there. Mm-hmm. And then he wasn't in the Great Sands. <laughs> it's like it depends on the saga. In each saga. I have a favorite character. Mm-hmm. Vegeta Saga would be uh would be um Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Then Namek Saga was Piccolo. Cell Saga was Goku. The Boo Saga was Vegeta again. Yes. Be- just cuz okay. Let's go talk about this controversy for a little bit if we may. Uh, uh, yeah, th- this is also the, getting into the... our favorite moments as well. Well, it's uh, yeah, it's so Vegeta's your favorite character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How mad are you <laughs> that Vegeta had one of the greatest scenes of all time in Dragon Ball Z, it, where he blows himself? It, it, like, let's set this up for a second there. Yeah, yeah. He says, "You know, I love you." To Trunks, he says goodbye to you know mentally says goodbye to Bulma, and just you know says how much he loves him, whatever. Blows himself up to kill Boo to save the world, and it amounts to nothing. To nothing. And nothing, and he just died for no reason. Uh, and they had, the, like, the, had this like this horrible cop out where they just brought him back to life. Yeah, he just suddenly reappears, uh, and then like yeah, stupid, v- like so stupid. So like so mad. Goku kills a major villain. <laughs> Gohan kills a major villain. Vegeta yeah. has a huge redeeming moment and could have killed a villain. 
nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> and I've um talked to so many people, or like just like I'll I'll be like just posting on like comments and, and on videos or something, just like about how that would have been a perfect moment to end the series with, like like that, and then have a couple aftermath episodes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, um, that's totally fine. Yeah, and then like that. That's because it was such a great ending. It was like the most. It was like the best thing they could have done with the Boo saga. It's the best thing they could have done with and, Vegeta's character. And then all of a sudden after that, it was like Hercule makes Boo a happy person, blah blah blah. And all of a sudden there's evil Boo, and there's you know then there's super, super Boo. evil Boo. Yeah, super. That's what it's super Boo. And then extra supreme super Boo is when he absorbs Gohan and uh, Gotenks. And then there's uh, Kid Boo. Mm-hmm. Although we introduced my, my second favorite character of the Boo Saga, which was the uh, Supreme Kai. <laughs> uh, yes. The Elder Elder Kai. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, his uh, kind of nickname is Elder Kai or whatever. Elder Kai, yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite character in the Boo. It's second favorite character in the Boo Saga. <laughs> that guy's great. <laughs> yeah. My, my favorite character when I was a kid was Gotenks. Or, I hate Gotenks. I was like, oh, shut up. Yeah. I hate this person. Let, yeah. Please don't be the hero. He's, um, yeah, you you knew he wasn't going to be. It was kind of a, a sort of a red herring, but... um. So was Gohan. Yeah. <laughs> Gohan was so, a major one. Everything was a red herring. This. Okay, so it, it should have been Vegeta. Yeah. yeah. That's all there is to it. I mean, I, I, I can't reconcile this in my mind yeah. still as, as an adult. I can't reconcile <laughs> a children's cartoon. <laughs> It's weird though because um, Toriyama, his his least favorite character is Vegeta, and but his his favorite's Piccolo, and like they have a they have very similar character arcs. Yeah, but, I mean Piccolo started off as uh, probably a better villain. Sorry, no offense to oh, Vegeta, okay. a much better villain than Vegeta was, mm-hmm. just because the fact that we like if you watch Dragon Ball, he seems a lot more like he seems a lot scarier. He, like I mean, you he know, was the big he was the biggest villain in Dragon Ball. Yeah, absolutely, and like the fact that, like, you go through this emotional roller coaster the in Dragon Ball, where Master Roshi dies, Tien um, almost gets killed, uh, but Master Roshi keeps him from dying or whatever. Mm-hmm. Chaozu dies, so Tien's like this, you know, it's this emotional, like, emotionally enraged, and then you have like, you know, Piccolo's ultimate bag or whatever. Goku defeats him by doing a dragon punch through his stomach. Except an egg gets shot out of his mouth right before he dies, lands and becomes Piccolo Jr. Mm-hmm. Which of course is introduction to a great character. And the entire like the martial arts tournament, the entire time you knew what was gonna happen. Like it was gonna be Goku versus Piccolo, but that build up was done so well mm-hmm. in Dragon Ball. I I think that's probably one of the I think that was probably as as much as I'd love Red Ribbon Saga. I know I said the Red Ribbon Saga, Ferret Saga. Mm-hmm. That part of the saga was probably better, not better in overall, but better build up than the Red Ribbon Saga had. Right. Red Ribbon, and that's probably attributed to the fact that they were trying to you know, get like the groove going, and that was like the ultimate culmination of like all that work right there, mm-hmm. just building up to like that great fight scene when Goku shows that he can fly and stuff like that. It's just like so cool. <laughs> so it, it's probably. A, a dumb question, but what is your favorite dub? Oh, Funimation. Um, which one? What do you mean? Uh, cause I would say my favorite dub is the Kai dub. Oh, are you asking about the character dubs or? Oh, like um, because there's Ocean. Oh, Ocean oh, Group, oh, oh. Uh, okay, Funimation's okay. Funimation's original run, and then Kai. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. But okay. Um. Mm. I think I think it's it's. 
I can't decide between Funimation and not Ocean Star and uh, Kai because I look at them as like two separate beasts right there. Like one of them was, one of them has the power for the, of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. The other one also has like kind of the power of nostalgia in a way, but also has like a power of like being also kind of brand new and it, kind of it, fresh. It takes, it, it takes it a lot more seriously. Like it it it, yeah. it feels like it feels like a better flowing story. And another thing is, like outside of the anime. I like reading the manga more than I like watching the anime, and oh, I might be in the minority nerd. with that. But um, when I I because when I was a kid, I had no idea that it was based on a graphic novel series. Um, and when I found when I found out, I was you know reading it. It's it, it, it like the the graphic novels are the way the the stories to hold is so much more mature. It's you know it doesn't have any of the filler. It it was just overall a, a better way to experience it and it, it was less about it wasn't just about you know people screaming and blasting at each other it like even like the, the frieza fight was there's a lot of strategy to it and there's like you can you can you can just see it you, you get a better sense of it with the when reading it mm. i guess that makes some some sense i mean uh yard is beautiful. Little, little, yeah yeah what's well, like uh while i don't agree i can i can totally understand mm-hmm. that point of view so I certainly have to kind of answer that point of view on another anime, Attack on Titan, mm. which has a very wonderful, wonderful uh, graphic novel and a very great, uh, it's a great, terrific anime series. But like I read, you know, I saw the, so I saw uh, the episodes they've released up to now, and I started reading the manga or the graphic novel, whatever you call it, I guess, mm. this thing. It was just, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I can totally see where you're coming from with, with, uh, Liking the manga, I, I mean, yeah, you're in the minority clan because minority are the ones that buy, uh, the Dragon Ball Z right. manga, and so it's. I think it's fair to. I don't think it's fair to characterize you as just like a small subset, mm-hmm. only based on the fact that people just don't yeah. usually read that much. Right. People more want want to watch stuff. Yeah. People, people are a lot more visual than they are mm-hmm. with you know reading. <laughs> like and, uh, yeah, I, and so I think like that's why I probably like Kai a lot more because it's a lot more faithful to that. You know, you know what's even more interesting? The <laughs> the Japanese movie titles. All right, guys, I'm actually going to leave that as our cliffhanger for this episode. Next week, we'll be back to talk about the Dragon Ball Z movies and any other miscellaneous stuff that we decide to cover. See you next week. for listening to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. Be sure to leave your correspondence and subscribe for more. For updates on this show and our other projects, check out IlluminationCinema.com.